Time Accessories, Tayama Copeland is your independent paparazzi consultant. You can find Tayama on Instagram at Tayama01 or Facebook, Tayama Copeland, or 954-873-6659, or JustInTimeAccessories at gmail.com, or the website, JustInTimeAccessories.com. Everything is only $5. All jewelry is nickel and lead free. You can find Tayama live on her page, Tayama Copeland. Just in time accessories. We have the bling and everything in between. Check it out. Legacy unlocked. When you're locked out of your vehicle, can't get in your car, call Legacy, serving West Palm Beach and surrounding cities. That's area code 229-630-7615. Available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Have you been denied disability, social security, or custodianship of your children? Call Antonio Williams. He has the knowledge and experience to fight the government on your behalf. Let him represent you. That's Antonio Williams, your non-legal attorney consultant. Good evening, good evening. Welcome, one and all. Welcome. Get in here, get in here, get in here. Welcome to the Anthony Brown Show, the segment that we call the ATL. I'm yours truly, Mr. Anthony Brown. Welcome to another episode. I just want to remind everybody, definitely hit that subscribe button. 
subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. It costs you absolutely zero dollars to subscribe. So go ahead and click that subscribe button. What are you waiting for? Hit that thumbs up and definitely comment below and we will respond to your comments accordingly and read them live here on the screen. I'm joined tonight by my sister. Yes, the bold, the beautiful Miss T. Savage. Hello, everyone. How's everybody doing? And I'm also joined by the pain in my back, my neck, my side, my foot, my ankles. Oh, it's that's like, old age. That's not me. That's it's old like, age. It's like cancer. It's the legacy of the great. That's old age, sir, not legacy the great. Oh, wow. And as I mentioned every week, Duncan Hines and Sarah Lee ain't got shit on us. We got the juiciest cakes on this side of the Mississippi. Let's welcome Juicy Cakes to the show. Cake, cake. <clears throat> Blessings, everyone. And of course, uh, she's most of us having technical difficulties or Tyson over there kicking our ass. Let's welcome Tyson. Uh, remember, remember I'm, on, I'm on my way out the state. Welcome to Yama. Hello, black folks. Hey, lady. Hi. Good evening, hey, Paula. And I'm joined by the, the very sassy, with the best designer glasses, shades. Hey. Dixon, Miss Auntie Adrian. Hey, y'all. From her kitchen to yours. Oh, wherever you may be. Yes. Hey, sis, sis, hey, sis, sis. I didn't realize my, my phone went on vibrate from work. I just realized that. You just realized what? My phone went on vibrate since work. Oh. How y'all doing tonight? We're doing oh, that's what you were using it. What, you had your phone, um, she said it between your thighs? Yeah, she was using it. <laughs> No, I didn't. No, my God. Don't say it. No, absolutely not. First of all, there's not enough vibrations for me. That's the point. Oh, that's right. You got to get that rose. Yes, you need a car battery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Anthony, you been in my top drawer? No. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Y'all are too much. Y'all are too much. No, you ain't shit, dog. So I need a car battery. <laughs> I, I, knew, I, I knew I heard a bitch stupid in my bedroom looking at my drawers last night. Uh-huh. Okay. Get <laughs> away <laughs> 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 my secrets. <laughs> okay. I just want to remind everybody that's out there that if you're into getting prescription glasses or some stylish glasses, Definitely going over to www.voogueme.com and enter promotion code, promo code AUNTIE to receive 15% discount on your stylish glasses that yeah. supports Auntie Adrian. So what are you waiting for? What are yours today? Thank you, Anthony. Appreciate that. No problem, no problem, no problemo. So how's everybody day been going so far? Mine's been great. I've been busy, but I've been but busy's good. You, you still catching up with the taxes, or are you you fine with that? No, I'm not finished with that. I'm doing some people, you know, last minute folk. Mm -hmm. 
I'm still doing last minute folk, but it's the busy season doing my other job. So Okay. Um, I think yesterday or two days ago was um, Janet Jackson's birthday, so we just want to give a belated birthday to to Janet Jackson. Happy birthday, Janet! Mm-hmm. Yes, Miss mm-hmm. Jackson, if you're nasty. If you're nasty. <laughs> I guess it's Miss really- Jackson for all of us because we all nasty. What? Not me. You're the main one. That's why you got 35 kids, because you ain't nasty. Yes. This is a random question. Did y'all hear about the thing at the school of the arts today? Uh, yeah. I, I read bits and pieces. I'm not sure exactly what was going on, though. They were saying something about a man in a white van ran through their locked gate and hit a pole and then got out the car and went to the auditorium and went inside and the police killed him in the auditorium in front of a bunch of kids. Oh wow! What? Where was that? At Dreyfus School of the Arts. Mm. Hey Adrian. What is okay, Adrian. Why did the police need to kill him? Adrian, they, they said that the man was being irate and um or whatever. But I just feel like it was other methods. But at the same time, they're looking at protecting the kids. And my, I'm just wondering what the ethnicity of this person was because they're not releasing that. But it was, it, I get that, but at the same time, protecting the kids and so they shoot the man? Did he have a gun and stuff? I don't know. They haven't really released, like, major details. They only, only giving general shit. He was black. That's what I was saying, too. Did you know a few years ago, one of the custodians died on campus? Got killed. I don't know what else to Wow. But anyway, here's something, here's something interesting I found on Facebook um, the last couple of days, and I just want to share this with y'all. But before I read read to y'all what it says, hey, I have to write on my time soon, probably oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My phone stopped ringing. Sorry. <laughs> I want y'all to take a look at this picture and take a look at this picture. Now I'm going to read to you. Show, the, you show the other one. Show the other one again. Now I'm going to read to you what he, what he posted on Facebook. Or should I say what he had the audacity to post on Facebook. He said he's 23 years old. No kids. A homeowner, car owner, business owner, bachelor's degree in computer science and business administration. He's looking for a woman whom are single, real hair, no kids, make a minimum of $120,000 a year, must be in shape, must be, must be in shape, must own a home and a luxury vehicle. Cannot weigh over 150 pounds. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, he's 23. Who wants to chime in first? 
Say, go ahead, brother. Okay, baby. You know uh, what they they making them dolls over there in Australia now because I follow one of them guys on my TikTok page, baby. And if you look at them and, you know, they look, they talk and everything. They got real boobs and everything, I, you know. So I, I think they bought 25, 30,000 to start. So, you know, he might want to check into one of them. I'm just saying because. Uh, uh, I almost said uh, he real funny. Adrian said, "No, this is not real." Paula says, "Um, oh God." I almost said, "Hey, everyone." Uh, hey, Alma. Hey, it's Paula. So, is it, so my thing is, how do you? I'm a, I'm a firm believer that whatever you expect, you should also be somewhat equally bringing that to the table. Come on now, don't get me started on that one. Don't get me started on that one. There you go, Anthony. That's what I believe, too. Because how can I expect you to have something well, I that I don't have? And from the looks of it, is that one of them? Uh, that looked like an Obama phone. <laughs> one of them safe, like, he's high old. Phone. He said, his right, his um, right up says 23. <laughs> Anyway, y'all, I think I might have hit the number tonight. That's what I think about that. <laughs> he's at 23 with no kids. I got to believe he has no kids. Lord, Lord bless him not to have none. Wait, who's... Oh, I almost said something. Like You're right. I know he ain't got no kids. Because he ain't getting no poochie. So... Yeah. <laughs> Paul, Paul asked, did he have any comments under his post? Yes, he has 2,800 comments. Mm. What they were saying, Anthony, I'd be running to the comment section. Was they giving it up? Was they laying this ass out in the comments? Well, I don't know, because this is just a screenshot, because I ain't want him to delete the post, so I screenshot it. So I, don't, I can't scroll up. I am pretty sure it was comments on there. I know they was coming for him in the comments section. Know, to him, the thing about it is, Is what? I almost say he looks like Boo Boo the Fool. He does at the moment, but all he's got to do is go put in the work that he's expecting or looking you for. A baby? And he might not. Huh? Oh, hell no. To the no. To the no, no. I'm talking. I'm just trying to help boost his. I'm just trying to help him. Picture back up again. Self esteem where he's at. Because that's 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 confidence. That's confusion. Wait a minute, hold on. You feel confidence. like what his demands are is confidence? You that's feel like what his demand hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You think what he said is confident? He doesn't look like he possessed any of the things that he's asking. And I know that we can't judge a person by their book, you know, by the way they look. <laughs> what luxury? I for ladies We just a talk show. We all talk. Man, this man don't went. That man looked like he stepped out of prison two days ago and unborrowed somebody's shirt. 
through his hair while he was in the chain game. That's some chain game prison glasses. And that man can just write anything he want to lie about on a post. And, and I mean, I, I, I can hear what he's saying, but I think Miss Adrian hit it on, um, excuse me, Juicy hit it on, on the spot. You know, it's okay to have that type of uh, confidence, but you need to, what you're requiring of the woman to have. I mean, they flying through, um, say, Savage, read them. He demanded too much looking like that. I'm sorry. Okay, right. So, like Juicy said earlier, you know, he got to put he in the work. <laughs> he got to put in some work requiring those things from a woman. And then, you you know what I'm saying, you, you out here with a body all the way backwards and, and, and wearing a 1945 Afro. With, with prison shades on, you got to do a little bit better than that. But he's basing his he basing his thoughts off of his wallet, if that's what he got. You know what I'm saying? He's saying that he said he could pay for it. Right, that's what he's saying. You know, if you just come it, right now, he right now he'll take a base off the street to suck his penis for fifty cent because because he ain't getting no cool cat. He ain't getting nobody. He, he might be. He might be paying for it already, and he getting a whole lot. And now Damn, you know he want to step it up. Um, the cheapest blowjob I ever heard of. Well, that head must be garbage. Garbage ass head. Garbage. Oh God, Tony, you was born to her pimp for like twenty. I think she said she had been married to her pimp for about twenty five years. But you know, most pimps, you know, when they do their thing, they always marry their bottom bitch. So, you know, that's why they probably been married that long. Also, also, yeah, he also, was much older. Also, in mm -hmm. also in celebrity news, Nick Cannon's current girlfriend is pregnant with baby number eight, and he also has two other girls on the outside pregnant with number nine and ten. So, there's three girls right now pregnant at the same time. I think this Nick want to be the next future. And you know the thing about it is they're all beautiful women and and proud as if they're either in their own world and don't know the other exists or their other world exists or they just. Do you really think they're proud? For the family. I, I don't believe they're proud. I think they don't give a damn. They're looking at Nick Cannon as money, and they want to solidify their place in his pocket by pushing out them babies. So it ain't shit proud about it. It's what they seeing as a paycheck. And for Nick, 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 uh, makes, Nick makes it known in the very beginning that he's not a man that's going to settle, settle for one, so you're one of the tribe. So... You either get with it or you don't. So, so it seems as if they are proud that that, that they were being chosen to be. Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I can, I can see that. Proud to be a part of the tribe. Okay. Yeah, I get you. I get that, that. that. They were chosen, and that they're able to care. That's why I said, or they're either in their own world because there was no. Like, oh, I hate that she's pregnant. There was no animosity towards the other. They're happy to be pregnant. Yeah, it's, it's my like, 
Yes. And 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 that's what dating has become. And this we talk about this all the time, and I be trying to tell y'all what this is what women are looking for now. If if I could get a bag with I'm talking about if I could get a bag without having to be bagged, then I could keep doing what I'm doing when I want to do it because every month they're gonna drop me a check for thirty thousand dollars in my bank account. So so why would I why would I make myself subjective to being married when all I gotta do is attach myself to somebody who's and Nick Nick family got bread from way back. So you know yeah, Nick, Nick family, from old money. Yeah, he they from got money. You know what? I even I even look at those children are going to be some. He's very talented, and they he's spreading some great genes at that. So they're they're having money, but he's also the children are get building. They're tapping into legacy. They're tapping but, into generational but, wealth. But do you really but think those women are thinking about that? Where did they Where did they get their money from? Nick Cannon family. His mom and them were investors, I think. Oh, okay. But they got old. They like almost billionaires. Yeah, he's from a like he he was born into money, and they got old money. It's like years of money. I ain't never really been clear where it came from, but I know he's from money. Hey, Miss Going Natural. That's in Veronica. But I, I thought think somebody that, came flicking loaded. I think it's crazy. I think it's crazy that. Um. Uh, it is, I, Juicy, and I understand you looking at the father and saying that he's talented, and hopefully that the, the genetic gene. The women pool. were beautiful too. The women were but beautiful too. You beautiful don't mean that you got intellect. Hopefully they do. I mean, I, I give it. They, I'm they, the one to give everybody the benefit. I want to look. They had enough intelligence to lay down there and take that dick in that nut. <laughs> I wonder if it's the D good. I just wonder if it's good. Is it all about the money? I know it's all about the money, but I wonder is it a the cherry on top? Is D good? I just I don't know. I don't know. Nick Kenny like he got no good D. So I don't you know. Nick Kenny had the show wilding out, and it's been said that Nick slept with every woman that been on that show. Mm, every I can believe it. And, and just let me let me just we talk about loyalty on the show a lot, but I want to just piggyback off of Nick Cannon in the Wild and Out show. I want to just give honors to his homeboy. Uh, yeah, blood makes you related, loyalty makes you family. Uh, they offered that spot to um when they let Nick Cannon go by him standing up, you know, for Louis Farrakhan, and uh, they tried to make him anti-Semitic. Um, they offered it to the little dude. Um, everybody liked him, but he ain't funny to me. But um, they they offered him the job, and he told him he couldn't take the job because how could he bite the hand of the man that fed him? Him who? He went, who you talking about? The little skinny dude. Um, Carlos Miller. DC Young Fly. Oh, DC Young, Young Fly. Fly. Okay. Yeah. He told him he couldn't do it. He said Nick been feeding him for years. Why would he? Why would he do that? So they had to go back and hire Nick Cannon because um, they couldn't do it. Nobody wanted to take the position. That, so was I, respect. I, I mean, that really respected him. Yeah, they, that man made everybody pretty much famous. 
That means he got a big day. He do have a big one. He do have a big one. The reason why I say that is because one day he was on his show and the print was showing so much to everybody on on uh, social media was screenshotting it and putting it all over social media. Before well, he put a sock in that thing back in the dressing room. Well, I think someone asked. They wonder how he was, how he was with you know, as far as I mean, there, there's your answer. He had to go on on social on, on social media and apologize. DC Fly, Cynthia said, DC Fly. But the thing is, Cynthia, Nick, hit that subscribe button. Yes, please hit it. D, I mean, Nick has a lot of charisma. I like Nick. I mean, uh, not yeah, Nick Cannon because Nick doesn't. Nick isn't afraid to fail, and that's what makes Nick so great at what he do. Because he done had a bunch of failed movies, and his rap career was trash, but it didn't stop him. And I guess you won't stop when you got millions and billions of dollars standing behind you. Eventually, go find that right spot to be at. I think the best thing Nick Cannon could have did was start their Wild and Out show. To be able to to have people to on uh, impromptu just to come up with jokes, it, it had never been heard of before, like that. And he he did it big. He he set the mark for that, and ain't nothing came since Wilder Night that's been that good. And it's always wow. funny. And I love using the um song and stuff in my classroom. We um uh, we do family reunion. Y'all know that family reunion game. Yeah. 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 Who we entered, so I would split my class up into groups, and they would all get a historic figure, and they would have to introduce the historic figure in their two lines worth of rap, and they did it. They did it. I, we love Wild and Out. Yes. Nick inspired you. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. I, I like that idea. Cool. I should request to take the recording, because I still got it from a couple years ago, take the recording and send it to Nick Cannon. Look yeah. what you got going on in the classroom, sir. Show it on, on TV. Althea said, yes, Wobbling Out made him regardless of the money he had. Yep. All right. Wasn't he on Nickelodeon a lot at one time? I kind of remember him on Nickelodeon. He was on, a, uh, yeah, for years he was on Nickelodeon. I think Nickelodeon made him, but Wildin' Out brought him. I don't know how. I, I think y'all understand what I'm trying to say. It, it, it got him noticed. Nickelodeon got him noticed. But Nickelodeon got him noticed. Gave him his his his, his um exposure that he really needed. Speaking the drum lines got me to notice them. Oh yeah, but that was a great movie too. Texas team is set to become the youngest black law school graduate. In the history of America, so black excellence at its best. Congratulations! 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 Also, as a result of the Oscar, Will's famous Will Smith slap that was heard around the world, Chris Rock wants three million dollars to speak on Will Smith's slap and to expose Jada Pickett and Will's other secrets. I was I was reading the other day where they they have Jada has went forward with uh, trying to get a divorce, and I remember when we did the um, Athea. Athea said, "Could you see anyone taking over Wilder after he was banned?" 
No, that need to be the end of it. Um, that's like saying, could you see somebody? That's like saying, can you see somebody playing Uncle Phil? Um, if he oh, if he was Prince, right? I think it would have been a ruckus if, if they would have put somebody else on the people would have been boycotting that show and all types of stuff. <laughs> For real, I, I got a random thought. So, sis, so, sis. Put your nails to the camera. Y'all look at these badass nails my sister got. A random thought? You can't see them. We see them. Them bitches is bad. Y'all see them bitches is bad. Them bitches is bad. I caught a glimpse of the sparkle. I had to point them out. Move by. But check this out. Also, because of the Will Smith slap, Disney wants to pull Will Smith from the, the future Aladdin Productions and replace him with um, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Well, if I was Will, I wouldn't give a damn if you pulled me from it. You done already paid me. And I still get a royalty pension off of it. So give it to whoever the hell you want to give it to. I did say, wow. Oh, yeah. So um, when I was saying about the, they were talking about how um, I think they said Jada Pickett is like worth. $35 million herself, but Will Smith alone is like worth $350 million. And I think because they live in California, so she has a right to half of his fortune. Mm-hmm. But the thing where Will messed up was when she committed the adultery you know, in the marriage, he should have went ahead and filed, and that would have probably prevented her from getting more than half. But the California law also states that once you forgive and accept her back or accept him back, that automatically allows them to be forgiven by the courts for their adultery because you forgave them. Well, that says you had reconcilable. It was reconcilable, not irreconcilable. You know, you have to have irreconcilable differences in order for it to be Lawful. So, I mean, I I don't know what it is. I think about it sometimes. Is Jada has to have something real heavy over Will that that man do not want to be exposed. I well, look, Chris he come around there messing with men. He around there huh? messing with with men. I, I really think he messed around with men, and he don't want that part to be, be that too. Of the child, the should the trafficking, sex trafficking, it could be anything. Yeah. Well, check this out. Um, a Louisiana woman was accused of refusing to return 1.2 million dollars after bank error. Check this out. Asking the question. Oh. You forgot to put the allegedly sign up when we were talking. Asking the question, what would you do if you checked your bank account and suddenly found out you were a millionaire? That happened to a former Louisiana sheriff's dispatcher. And instead of notifying the bank, well, she quickly moved the cash into another account, used it to buy a home and an SUV. Kellen Spadoni, who you see here, was arrested for theft. And tonight is facing a lawsuit from Charles Schwab after she ignored several of their attempts, they say, to contact her and get the money back. 
Night Court is now in session with civil rights attorney Robert Patillo and criminal defense attorney Brian Claypool. Welcome to you both. <laughs> Thanks, Shannon. Hey, Shannon. <laughs> Let's start here with Exhibit A. Uh, on February 23rd, Schwab meant to transfer $82.56 into a Fidelity brokerage account, services account, but the company instead transferred $1,205,619, court records said. Uh, so, Robert, is their mistake? Is their mistake, but that does not mean you have a legal right to that uh, that amount of money. Even best case scenario, if you were able to keep it, good luck explaining to the IRS where $1.2 million came from and paying the taxes on that. Uh, this is no different than finding someone's wallet and deciding to keep it uh, when they ask for it back. Or if a Brinks truck accidentally dropped money off at your door, it does not mean that you are legally entitled to it. Uh, there's legal precedents on it where people um, back in the old days would cash those uh, publishers' clearinghouse checks that came to your house and occasionally bank to allow the transaction to go through. But then later on, when they figured out the funds were not there, they would reverse uh, reverse it. So uh, though I understand that most people don't have sympathy for big banks in situations like this, you don't have a legal right to it and you're going to end up getting in more trouble uh, than it's worth. It sounds like she is right now, uh, innocent until proven guilty, but facing a lot of charges. Exhibit B then we go to, the company argues in its lawsuit that Spadoni's account contract with Schwab, now this came from the Charles Schwab account, includes an agreement that if a client receives an overpayment of funds, the client is required to return the full amount. Brian. Well, Shannon, first thing I'm gonna do in the morning, I'm running over to Charles Schwab. I'm setting up my account there and then fingers crossed, I get a million bucks. Anyway, all kidding aside, last time I checked, we have a criminal court of law, not a moral court of law. And morally, this woman is incorrect and she should do the right thing and transfer the money back. But the law is on her side, believe it or not. And I think it's gonna trump that agreement that she signed that she probably didn't even know what she signed, probably didn't even know what she read, but real quick, theft felony theft is the charge that means that this woman had to deprive money of someone else without their consent charles swab sent her the money so that charge is going to get dropped the last charge against her is bank wire fraud again she has to show an intent to deprive charles schwab of money last time i checked charles schwab made a mistake and sent the money to her so in the real world she might walk free and she might have 1.2 million dollars and she might have a wrongful termination case against the sheriff's department Ooh. for firing her. They shouldn't have done that. Well, she's got a world of trouble to fight her way out of now. I mean, Brian, maybe she'll call you up. You are the defense attorney of all <laughs> defense attorneys. You made your case. Robert has made his. And, um, and we're told, by the way, detectives have been able to get back about 75% of the money. Uh, so maybe there'll be some goodwill there. I don't know. Um, Robert and Brian... Thank you for your very effective lawyering. We'll leave it to the folks at home tonight. Use the hashtag night. I'm just going to be in a world of trouble because I ain't getting them a goddamn thing. Y'all just, just put something on my canteen. I'll get back to you. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. And one of these motherfucking gangster banks put a dollar too much in my account. I'm doing just what the fuck she did. I'm, I'm just saying. Can't give it I'm back. I'm just baby. saying. Catch me later. Yeah. Listen. Yeah, what of course, I didn't have nothing like that to that magnitude help happen. But many years ago, before I had children, the insurance company sent me checks.
that they were supposed to have been sending to the hospital for my surgery. And they sent me six of them bitches. And I opened my mailbox. I was on the way, getting ready to go to New Jersey to um, on a, 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 a trip. We had gave a bus trip. I stopped at the bank first and cashed them hoes. They shouldn't have sent them to me. They was made out to Adrian Willoughby. Yep. And I cashed them motherfuckers. And they tried to tell me to send it back to them. I didn't. No. I didn't. Because they shouldn't have sent it to me. It was made out to me. Exactly. And, and, and the lawyer made a valid point. The, the valid point when he the one in the pink. Um you nothing that she did was criminal. She nothing. didn't go up. She didn't hold the bank up. She didn't put no gun in the head and make them send it to her. Sometimes yeah, okay. you make no mistakes. And when you talking about one point two million, matter of fact, I left the country the day that I realized that the money was in my account. When I would have got it, I ain't never been on nobody's plane. But that's the day that I got <laughs> on the plane and went to Africa. I'll be airing from. Zimbabwe. Do we do it. I'm with you on that legacy. Um, I agree with you. So, I had a situation like this happen to me about maybe I want to say about 20 years ago. Damn you all. I had an account, but I'm good. Um, I had an account with um, the credit union. And they mistakenly deposited, um, I think it was either $2,000 or $3,000 in my account. And um, I withdrew the money, closed the account. Um, <laughs> and, and nothing's never been said or done. I was telling Tony them last night, Juicy and Savage and Ms. Adrian, uh, Tamil, it was a, when they when they was doing the unemployment thing, when it first dropped, and they were giving out the six hundred dollars. Um, whoever was issuing out the, the money ended up giving issuing out the man. He thought that he was getting he they owed him back pay of twelve hundred dollars, but the bank issued him one point two million dollars. He said he took the twelve hundred dollars off the card, and he called the IRS back a week later. And told them, I think y'all made a mistake. Y'all issued me this much money, and I only thought that I'd been getting this. Say so the people went and did a search, and they could not find where they had to even issue him the money. No. They said that they couldn't even find it, Miss Adrian. No. Couldn't even oh. find where they had to issue him the money. But they told him thank you, and the game made sure he had a twelve hundred and took the rest back. See, sometimes, see that moral ethic stuff. Sometimes you don't have to be moral when somebody who got plenty, plenty like banks that's been taking all this corruption stuff for years and years. Sometimes you can't look, look a gift horse in the mouth. You just gotta ride that on out. Yeah, I'm be locked up with that one if they ever deposit any money of mine. I don't went to jail for way less. They gonna have to just put that one on me. I sit down for two and a half, three for that. Now <laughs> the thing about it is, is, I don't even see how that could even be considered going against a moral because, you know, in, in unless I don't have the true understanding of what moral is, 
he received something, a gift, mm-hmm. and or she did. She did no wrong, like the, the man said. She has nothing of obligation to, to anyone to give anything back. Once you receive, that is yours. Well, I can so understand why they say it's morally wrong. Morally it's wrong because it wasn't hers. That's why they're saying it's morally wrong. Because it wasn't hers. She knew it wasn't hers. She knew they made an error and she didn't give it back. That's why they're saying she's morally wrong. But fuck morals. You give me a million dollars, fuck them morals. I ain't got none. This man Swab has money off of the backs and morally we all are entitled. Now, I'm still waiting on my 40 acres in the mule. So I'm still waiting on my 40 acres. I don't see. That's what I mean. I don't see how anyone can consider sh- there's a moral issue when she got money from someone who owes us money. That part. I'd like to see you argue that point in court, Juicy. Please go and represent that lady in court. Represent in the court is once, like he said, it was transferred to her. She has nothing to do with it. That's her. That's it. She received. That's it. But the crazy, the crazy thing is this: her, her, she lost her job in the midst of this, and they so that's slander now. So now she has a lawsuit for slander. Now I can represent her on that by all means because at that point she lost revenue. Yep. Exactly per the definition. Okay, y'all. This is so interesting. But anyway, let's move right along. Let's go into the letter of the day. Dear ATL, is a segment of the show where you, the viewer, can write in and tell us about what's going on in your life, and we will read your letter and respond to your letter live here on the air. So if you're experiencing relationship problems, best friend disputes, baby mama, baby daddy drama, marriage issues, church hurt, church issues, and many, many more, send your letters to the Anthony Brown Show at gmail.com. Okay, the letter of the day. Let me get over there. Subject, she's got skeletons and bodies. Dear Steve and Shirley, I met my wife on an online dating site two years ago. All of the things she wanted in a male matched mine to a T. She had been married before and I had been engaged, but I had called off my wedding in the nick of time. I shared my horrible experience with my wife and I told her that my ex had a past that I was unaware of and her own family was the one to tell me about her. My wife assured me that she had nothing to hide. I fell for her quickly, and we got married three months ago. She did not want a big wedding since she'd been married before, and I told her it was fine, but my parents wanted to have a nice reception for us. I invited my closest friends and family, and she invited a few of her friends and said her family wasn't able to travel. I met her mom, so I didn't understand why she couldn't come at the last minute, but I didn't let that spoil our day. At the reception, she knew one of my good female friends, but barely spoke to her. My female friend and I have been inseparable since we were in grade school, but she's got a wife now and a baby, so I barely get to see her. 
a few days after the reception, sure. my yeah, my free my female friend and I have been inseparable since we were in grade school. But she's got a wife now and a baby. So I barely get to see her. Just go my baby. Okay. Focused on that, but that ain't really none of my business. You just wanted to make sure you you were clear. Yeah, I apologize anybody thought I was making an issue out of it because I wasn't. I just didn't know what I had heard. Go ahead, sure. Okay. Moving on. A few days after the reception, my friend sent a plant to the house as a late gift, but it was only addressed to me. I called and asked if she'd forgotten to put my wife's name on it. She said she would have put her name on it if she knew her real name. She said my wife had changed her name and was still married to a man in Connecticut that she left high and dry after he had a motorcycle accident. I did not believe it until I did a little research and I found out it was true. And she had, uh, she also had several dating profiles still open just to hook up with men for sex. I have no idea who I married. Should I contact her other husband and tell him to come and get her? Please help. Well, that would be a good start. The man looking for? I'm confused. What, what are you talking about? Who sent who a gift and they couldn't? Who sent them a gift? One of his long-time friends from when they were um, back in school came to the, their wedding and sent a plant, a, pot, a potted plant to their house as a late wedding gift, but it was only addressed to him. The reason why she didn't put the other person's name on it because she said she don't know her, her real name because of the fact that she knows for a fact that she's still legally married to another man back in another state that she left him high and dry after he had an accident and became crippled. So he can get his his um, marriage annulled and carry on, but I'd send him back to the other husband that ain't even looking for her. He glad she gone. <laughs> Now you better just take care of yourself. Worry, worry about you, Ben. Worry about you. Oh. I'm waiting on Mr. Legacy. Give it to them. I know you're about to go in. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, that, that, that puts a hole as a motherfucker, boy. What? Well, I tell you, that person hold a motherfucker man. This, this, you don't do no search or nothing. You, I mean, what? Don't the courthouse supposed to do something to make sure that the person ain't married? They're supposed to. They are supposed to. They're supposed to when that's the purpose of you going to the courthouse to get in the records and you yeah. submit all your information. They're supposed to do a search. Maybe they just jumped the room or something and said they went to the courthouse. But they don't do, they don't search well, the state. state. They only search within the state. Right, their state. So yeah, they, they don't search out of state. They only search their state. Left Louisiana, we're not searching Louisiana. We're only searching Florida. Mm -hmm. So it, what is that? What is the, the proper name for a person? Is it bigotry? It's a bigamist. Yes, it's bigotry. Yes, it's bigotry. So you telling me 
it's just a symbol for a person just to get married in Georgia. I don't want her no more. Go find a loved one in Florida. Get married again. I don't want to be with her no more. Go to New York and just you can have 50 wives in 50 states because ain't no state doing no check to see if you married in any other state. Correct. Apparently. And, and, and the only and thing is, is they're just not paying for a divorce. That's all the person is doing is just not paying for a divorce. You got to keep that in mind. But now check this. Because we don't pay for the divorce or do a proper separation, here it is, you still got a life proper insurance. Proper separation. She left. Yep. However you left. But we, we ain't been together and seen each other 32 years. I, I, I die. I got a life insurance policy. My kids are grown. She realized I'm dead because somebody let her know she popped back up in this state as my wife. She get the money. No. The money she's the legal wife. That's where the problem, no. you should have a beneficiary the money, the money, assigned to your life insurance. Well, let's say, let's say I didn't do the due diligence to go ahead and divorce her. Let's say I also didn't do the due diligence to remove her from being my beneficiary. Then she gets the money. That's, a, that's on you now. Right. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's, why I say to, that's why I say we have to do our due diligence and make sure that we go ahead and do it properly because it does come back later to bite you in your ass. I know a situation that where one of my phone transferred to her account. Well, exactly. I know one time when I was working at um a local local um retail store and my coworker, she and her husband had been separated for twenty years, but still legally divorced. She gone on her life. She gone on with her life with her bo new boyfriend for years and years and years. He gone on with his girlfriend for years and years and years. But them two are still legally married. Him and her, him and his new girlfriend is living in the house that he owns. When he died, my coworker who had not been with him for twenty years is now the owner of the house. That's what yeah. happened to my grandmother's friend. That's what happened. The only thing my grandmother's friend did was she let the lady keep the furniture. She said, because she didn't want none of the furniture because they had been separated for 18 years. He had a brand new, he had a brand new Cadillac. He had a house and all this brand new furniture. Miss Chink got all the money. She took the brand new Cadillac, took the house and told the lady she could have the furniture because she didn't want that. Yeah, she got seven days to get out. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to tell you what happened. Um, a friend of mine in Georgia, God bless the dead, she and her husband were married for a long time. But, you know, the man was being out. He was living, uh, he was he was doing some things with other women. And um, so, you know, the process started. She, she The lady ended up finding the lady, everything, da, 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 da. But she, the dude ended up moving out of the house. And when he moved out of the house, they um she went ahead and filed for divorce. You know how long that process takes. But the lady who filed for the divorce, um, she ended up getting ill. And as the months went by, she went ahead and passed away. But two days, the day she passed away was the day that the divorce went through. Mm -hmm. And was, you know, signed off on by the judge. Mm -hmm. And the husband thought, because she owned property, 
that that didn't happen. And so he went to go kick out her children and to move him and his girlfriend into the property. Mm. And it happened that the lawyer called him to tell him that he has no entitlement to anything because she died the day everything went through from uh, for the divorce was finalized the day uh, the day before the day either before she passed or the same day that she passed. That's when the judge had just signed up on the documents. He did. She had like two apartment complexes and like three three homes, oh. and he had all of that. But you know what? Even if she would have died and those documents were already filed, they were already docketed. Yeah, it still would have been able to still been signed off on and not right. is. But 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 with that being said, too juicy. If if he got a good lawyer, he can postpone the signing for of it from the judge because at that time, because it hadn't been, you know, it, it would be up to the kids to fight it. And if they don't know how to properly fight, then you know how that goes. Wow. We don't be we don't be educated in nothing right. So it be People be taken from us, and we don't even be knowing that we be all the way right because we just give up. But we not we not to be squeezing man and stand at the Seven Eleven and wash your windows for some change. Well, we have to do better. <laughs> yes, we do. It starts well, with it starts teaching at home. our children. It, start, it, it starts. It starts at home. Teaching our children better. Yes, exactly what I was saying. It starts at home. You gotta validate your children at home so they don't look for validation in the street. Well, Miss Miss Adrian and, and, and Juicy, what happened when you're doing all of that and they still do it? Well, because sometimes it's something, nothing. Listen, as a parent, as we all know, doesn't come with the how-to guide. And I have taught my children, and I have instilled right and wrong from in them. You know what I'm saying? And I've taught them the things that they should do. But there comes a point in time when all children are going to do the fucking opposite of what we taught them how to do. And it ain't nothing. That's not my fault. You understand what I'm saying? Because what you do as an adult... Ain't got nothing to do with me, especially if I know I taught you and I knew and I know you knew better. You know what I mean? You know better. I know what I taught my kids. What what has Daryl Blue? In the state of Maryland, if you have not divorced your first wife, she is invited to your retirement. I know because I got my husband's retirement and I'm divorced from him, though. Yep. Because, think, it, but because also in the state of Maryland, as long as you're married at least five years, you're automatically vested. So I automatically had got my husband's pension and everything. Sure but, did. But but Shit, I'm in the wrong state. In some states, also they say. In some states, also they state that as far as your social security benefits, if you're deceased or or they retire, if you still married or just separated. Um, up, even if you're divorced, if you only divorced three, two years removed, you still entitled to a portion of that disability money. Yeah, but three years you don't get anything. I guess all of that, honey. I made sure of it. Wow. Mm. I need a do-over. I should have moved to Maryland first. And, you know, 
Now, but Marilyn is a pain in the ass, though. Marilyn is a pain in the ass because when me and my husband decide, when I decided I wanted a divorce, now by law, you have to be legally separated for a year before you can get a divorce. See, down here, you don't have to be legally separated a year. You have to legally be separated for a year, meaning you cannot live in each other's houses, can't spend no nights together. You can't do none of that for a year. Before because, you can get a divorce, isn't it where if you do, if you spend one night, don't care if you like three hundred and sixty four days, if he, he oh, got to start all over again. again. You got to yep. start Damn. it all over. Got to start That's it tough. all over again. And tough. if one of the parties, if one of the parties decides that they don't want to get a divorce. The process starts over again as well because my 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 ex husband told him that he felt like we needed counseling, so the judge put everything on hold and told us come back and see him in six months. I just said the same thing, Melo. That's tough. Ooh, that's yeah, Marilyn tough. is a motherfucker. No. Also in Marilyn, I was living down here, and my ex husband decided to go and put a car in my name. In Maryland, bought a car in my name, and, and it, it wasn't, wasn't a damn thing I could do. Because he y'all won. Because we were legally married. But the car, they told me if I had been married to him in Florida, and I could have proved that I was in another state, that shit wouldn't have flew down here. But up in Maryland, I had, to, I was like, he bought a car in 2010. I've been in Florida since 2008. And he put it in my name, and it wasn't a fucking thing I could do about it. That, that, that was that good credit, baby. Don't folks want to challenge that good credit. Wasn't <laughs> a thing I could do about it. And when the son of a bitch brought the kids down here for me to see the first time, he was driving that van. At the time, I didn't know that that was my shit because I would have took it. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Hey, hey, Miss Adrian, get what he told you, Miss Adrian. Bro, you, you want right. to move to Maryland? <laughs> <laughs> you trying to get me riding dirty. Mello, so that means if you ever want to get a divorce, which I don't think that'll happen, that means you can't go back over there and get none before it's over with. Sure okay. can't. Keep it in your pants, That's got to be you all celebration. <laughs> you always hold it one last time, you know. <laughs> well, you'll be right back at one again, like Brian McKnight say. In a star yeah. bag at one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but you see what I'm talking about, Tony? This is why I say it's just so hard. Because the game is rigged. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's hard yeah. out here for a pimp. <laughs> well, no. I was thinking about that movie Mello says, take over the game. Take over the game in town. <laughs> yeah. Did you say the game is rigged? Let, let, let's find out what the game is really about. Are women expectations realistic? What do women really want from men? I invited some women to come on the show tonight, but I guess they all chickened out. They all hit me up and said, yes, they're going to be here, but then they're chicken out. The only one showed up was Auntie Adrian. God bless her soul. You but knew I was coming for that. You knew I was coming for that. I want to know from a you woman. You didn't have to ask her. What she already knew. Really want from men and be realistic about it. I mean, I want to hear from the in the comment section. I want to hear from the single women. I want to hear from the dating women. 
I also want to hear from the married women. So I want to hear all, all uh, an array perspective, an, an, a broad perspective of answers. What do women really want? Because me, want to what about the hoes? I want to hear from the single women. I want to hear from the dating women, and I want to hear from the married women. No hoes. No hoes. Well, then that means you can't talk, Leslie. You got to be quiet. That means you can't talk. Then why you talk? My bad, ladies. Paula said, I'm here. Holes is versatile. It, 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 Holes is unisex. Listen, viewers, I'm going to copy the link and put the link down in the comment section. If, if you want to come on live and share with us, you know, just a brief second, you know, what, what do you think women expect? Either type it in the comments, we'll show it on the screen, or come on live. I took the link that I just put in the comment section and come on live. Voice your opinion, say what you got to say, get off, and make room for the next person. But we want to hear from the females mostly tonight. You know, we'll do our rebuttals, but um, we want to hear from the ladies. All the ladies in the house say, ow. 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 I was on mute when I said my ow. So, yeah, we definitely want to hear from them. And I think there's a glitch in the system about, um... I was gonna say I don't think I'm seeing the comments from Facebook, but I am because Miss Paula's on Facebook. I see her comments. Okay, so good. We can see Facebook as well as um YouTube. So if <laughs> Bimel says yuck. So if you ladies are there, let us know what do you expect and want from me and make sure that there are realistic answers. Men want to know. I think we we're we gonna give our opinions legacy. And what we think they want. I think women look for well, a woman that's dating, that's mature and ready to marry. I think she's looking for a stability. She's looking for um, not, not the Kevin Samuels women that's looking for a high value man. No, he could be a blue collar man. As long as he's making about 40, 50, 60,000, a decent salary, enough to, to sustain the household. Because if, if he's if she if he's making between fifty and seventy thousand, and she too is bringing home between fifty and seventy thousand, boom, they're in there. You know what I'm saying? So collectively, they can sustain the household. Um, so definitely stability. Definitely looking for some good sex, some good dick. Although sex is not a priority, it has its place in there. Because if you got poor sex in a relationship, then that also causes somebody to deviate. Now, here's the difference. If you have poor sex, a man will deviate a lot quicker than a woman. A woman, she'll put up with it. If all the other faculties are there and all the other qualities and all the other elements, she's going to put up with it. Man ain't put up with it. He's going to get himself good sex somewhere. Um, she's also looking for... Um, if she already has kids, she's looking for a man that's, if he's coming in the household as my as my boyfriend or as my future husband, she's looking for somebody that's going to, um, Ms. Paula said, respect and honesty. Put Mellows back up. Mellows said, women's expectations are unreal. Big facts. Great facts. Ms. Paula said, so, so, so can we, can you, um, ideas of what are unrealistic maybe of, of what men think are unrealistic no, 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 like no, if juice, the men make comments let that be what they're commenting we'll, we'll juice we're gonna we're gonna definitely come back to that 
but we want to feed back on what are your what are y'all expectations? Oh, I asked the question, and I got three ladies on the panel, and none of y'all said anything. So that means y'all. Oh, are... I was just waiting. I, I was just waiting. I was talking. trying to give you other people to talk. Uh, I ain't. I don't want to talk over nobody. Mine is plain and simple. It's straight into the point. I want a man that's okay with me being who I am. Meaning, I am so. I'm always. My work ethic is gonna always be the way it is, because my mother beat that shit in my head. I got my first job at 12 years old, and I've always had a job my entire life. I don't know how to cut it off and turn it off. And I want a man that is okay with me being the person that grinds the way I grind. Because all that other shit, I'm going to take care of what he needs. I know how to be a good woman to my man because every man that I ever had has wanted me back and has admitted once they got over being mad with me that I was one of the best women they ever had. Ms. But I just want a man that's going to be okay with me with who I am. Ms. My Adrian. strengths. Matias, let me ask you this question based off of that what you said. When you say your work ethic, and I'm I've I've known you a little over a year now, and I know that you work hard. I know and I know you love your kids, and I feel that you've always made yourself available to be the best friend or sister that you can be to whoever is in your circle. Right. But but when you say that he has to accept your work ethic. Are you if if you're working, let's say, and I'm pretty sure you work way over forty hours a week because you got different different streams of revenue. Um, Ms. Paula, say before I move on, yes, that has been excuse me, yeah, that has been an issue in my past, uh, Ms. Adrian. Okay, so with the work ethic that you have, if it's if it's if it's moving more into 60, 70 hours a week. How do you make time for your significant for balance? For balance, right? Right. That's okay. So let me just be blunt. And I and I hate keep saying what the real issue is. The real issue is is that every man I've ever had has a problem with the amount of money I make. That is what it always boils down to, me and my money and how much money I make. I am one of the most free-givingest people you'll ever meet. If I get it, if I ever come into some lump sum of money, a bitch gonna have to watch me because I beat and gave it all away. But my money, going all back, first of all, I'm 52 years old and I've only been in three real relationships in my life. Three. One was I was 17, the other one was my husband, and then the guy that I started dating with when I was here. Now, I had those flings and stuff like that, so I'm basically a keeper. If I get in a relationship, you got long-term with me. It's longevity with me. So, in all three of the situations, it's always been about my money and the amount of money I make. So, what I did with my ex-husband, I went and filled out an application for him for corrections. Filled it out for him. He gets a paper in the mail. It's like, Adrian, I got a, a, a application, a date to go take a test for corrections. He said, I didn't even fill out no application. I know, baby, I did. I filled it out for you. So he went and took the test. He aced the test. He became a correctional officer. And then he started being the breadwinner. So what I got to say is that my ex-husband, he didn't have a problem with me and my money anymore because he grinded just as hard as I did. But then when I meet these other men, it's always an issue 
right. And you being a good woman, you put him in a place to be able to be to be great. able to win. Exactly. Very good. I but, always put my man in a position to I listen, I ain't got no problem with going out there. Am I perfect? Absolutely. Look at Mello. Mello, you crazy. <laughs> but, 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 hey, Auntie. <laughs> Mello say, what's up? <laughs> I'ma always put him in a position to win. Because no, I want him to win. Question. You didn't ask him a question. How do I balance the two? What, because I didn't want to say what it really was, Legacy. It's not so much about the amount of time I work. It's the amount of money I make. Okay. It was never about the time because I can always balance the time. So when I say my work, work ethic, I try not to horn in so much on the money <laughs> part. But in reality, that's when it all boils down to mellow crazy as shit. We can, now, mellow. I didn't say I was going to buy a nigga now. Now, don't go. Don't get crazy. <laughs> but what I'm going to do is I'm going to find out what your niche is, what your dreams and aspirations are, and I'm going to help you achieve those things because that's the kind of woman I am. I'm going to help you achieve whatever it is you want to do. I'm going to help you achieve that. I don't have a problem with that. So why is it that then I got to double it back on the men. Why is what I make such a problem? Because if I say we going to go eat and you short this week, don't even worry about what the bill going to cost because I got that. And it's not that. And I keep saying this over and over again. I don't want to be a man. I don't want to take a man's role. I do need a man. No, I may not need him financially, <laughs> but it's a whole lot more to a man than just his fucking money. Yeah. I don't want to keep on going to bed every night lonely. I don't want to keep being in this position, but at the same time, I need a man that is mentally strong enough to understand that just because my income is more than yours, it doesn't mean that I think I'm better than you because if you tell me what your plan is, baby, we're going to get you to where you need to be so we can grind together. Well, I'm going to say this. Some men like, don't, don't like independent, independent women. women. Yeah, Most Paul, men don't. It, no, not independent. She said depending on women. A lot of men don't want to be dependent. Don't like to ask a woman for anything or have to depend on a woman. But we also most, and I'm not, I can't even say most, but the, some women that I've encountered, you know, with, and if you look around in society now, they'll tell you now, I don't need a man because I make my own money. So, Melo say, I got you on Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> uh, I knew what she meant. She meant independent. She said most men don't like independent women, and they don't. It's not. No, that's not true. That's not true, Ms. Listen, well, what it is is because they think that we don't need them. I can't speak. That's exactly what it is. That's what I'm going to say. It's not that they have a problem with independent women. No. A man, like I said on a previous show, a man comes around because he has to feel needed. Right. Yes. You said that on my post, and I don't know if you saw it. I made a video back to you about that. I get it. So I can't speak for none of the rest of my sisters, but I can speak for Adrian. I need you, motherfuckers, if you're out there. I do need you. No, I don't need your money, but I do need you. Because when I finish bouncing up all day, I want to come home and be with you. You see what you just said? I don't need your money. But see, he needs to think that you do. Well, what? I can't help that. What I can't that? help that because I'm never going to apologize for what, what I make. So I guess I'm going to go to my grave single. What Ms. Adrian said, Tony, when she say that, she's not saying 
I, I don't need your finances. She's not saying that. She's saying, and I hear her. You're saying, I'm not coming to dig in your pocket if we're going to be a team. My money is your money is mine. I'm not, I'm not coming to get you and bringing you into my life to take care of me. We could do this together, but right. at the same time where you have me, I have you. And that's, exactly. that's what men are looking for, to have someone to say, baby, I'm going to stack, like we talked about my auntie. Had my auntie had to stack that little extra money that she was taking for them 30 years, they'd have been sitting on about 80 racks when my uncle retired. Right. And that would have been a pension fund for them to live off on top of the retirement and all the other money. There you go. That's it. it. So to have a woman saying, baby, I got, I I don't plan on going nowhere. This is money. I'm putting this on us for that, for that, for when we get old and we can travel. That makes the man say, you know what? God damn, I got me a good queen over here. Tony, and in that video, when I said back to you, when I gave an example of when I said, it's been situations where I know, like if somebody say to me, they need to borrow some money, right? And I go to them, baby, look, so-and-so asked me, could they borrow a couple of dollars? Now, I know I don't technically need his permission, but I want to make him feel included in it. Or if I say, I've even gone as far as to say, you know what, baby, I want to go and buy this and I want to go buy that. What you think? You think I should go and do that or you think I should wait I do stuff like that to include them just because I know I can go into the bank account and get the money and do it I don't do that I go to them and I talk to them and I make them very much a part of my decision I and that's, and that's it that's that's all I mean Paula say I have I to, to ask, ask for what I want and let men do for me right and, and that's the thing Tony hit it on the head when we talking about men just and we simple we're simple. The thing what Miss Adrian just said, she knows she got her own money. She knows she ain't got to ask a grown-ass person to go spend none of her money. But, but I do it anyway. But Hold on, Miss Paula said it's hard when you can uh, make your own money, when you make your own money and buy what you want. Just make him feel inclusive. Inclusive. Right. Because guess what? He wants to feel like his woman. And, and it's fun. I'm going to say this. I think every man knows the woman he chose that he loved the most he, a lot of people say, oh, well, men love to just latch on the women that that need uh, or have low self-esteem. No, we just want to be included in the thought process. Exactly. Exactly. Because guess what? Of course, how would you feel if you and your husband got a fund and like maybe say somebody needs some money and he don't t- and he can he can get it and it but he go and say, uh no, go get it. No, go get it, ladies mellow <laughs> I'm a Ms. Paula said, yes, men want to feel needed. That's simple. simple. We're simple. Because if I go in there and take them $1,700 out of the account and give it to my brother, and I ain't came and told you about this, matter of fact, not told you about it, ask you would it be okay because I don't know what you got playing. Right. And guess what? Even if I go in my own account and take my own money and do it, that woman still want to know what baby... Don't do it. That nigga ain't got no goddamn job to give you that money back. Right. Right. Okay. To you that, know, right know, there, guess, that's, 
that's the reason why I want hold on. I'm gonna say this and I'll let you talk, Juicy. That to what you just said right there, Legacy. A lot of the times, too, when I go and ask these men their opinion about buying or lending something, is because I really need a bitch to reel me back in. If you walk in this walk-in closet of mine right now, I got so much shit in there until I legit need somebody to reel my ass back in. It's like Babe, what you going to buy that for? You already got that in there. You know what I'm saying? Or like, baby, didn't you just lend her $500 a other week or $200 the other week? Didn't you did? How many times? This the fourth of... So I'm legit going to them, not just to make them feel included because I legit need guided sometimes because I spend, 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 and I don't think sometimes. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead, GC. I'm sorry, baby. Y'all go ahead. I'm sorry. But I'm, to your point, that's me. I need to be reeled in. Okay. So far from what I've met about you, I don't consider anything necessarily sorry. So you ain't got to say you're sorry. Not to me. <laughs> you know, we all here sharing and talking. So I agree. No, I mean, because I had cut you off. That's what I was talking about, baby. I had cut you off. I didn't mean to. I was just trying to catch that point with legacy. So I definitely need help. I do. I need somebody to help guide me. Because I get tired of being the one to be strong all the time. I get tired of being strong all the time. For y'all, for Juicy, for you both, Ms. Paula say, I play helpless a lot, and I, and I got it. <laughs> Who are you trying to visit, Melo? Who are you trying to visit? You don't want these problems. <laughs> Just to respond to what Miss um Miss Paula said about you have to make a man feel needed. I, I have been doing some real self-reflecting on my marriages and I, I lacked in that part. I, I never it's times where I didn't make my husband feel like he was needed because I wanted to be oh so independent. I was raised to be independent, but like sis said, and Miss Paula said, you gotta make them feel needed. And and that's that's one of the uh, one of my um faults. That I could, you know, honestly, at this point in my life, uh, admit to not doing in my marriages because if you ain't got it, okay, well, I'm finna go get it. Go ahead, Kate. As far as having expectations. <clears throat> I have been for like I have no expectations because that's um part of my agreements is to accept people for who they are and where they are. But in these last few years, I've started to realize that that's not where the world is, and and I need to when I meet people have an expectation because these individuals don't know how to have one of themselves. So whereas I'm okay to accept them for where they are, they need that 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 boost to say, but I expect you to be here. Like I was, I met a man and um, I, he went to open the door. He he walked through the door at first. He looked back at me when I walked through the door, like saying thank you because he opened the door for me, and I'm like me but you opened the door for you and you held it for me I mean I appreciate the gesture but you didn't open it for me that that wasn't my thank you that was like thank you for it not hitting me in the face appreciate it but I mean where I owe you a thank you you know 
So he did something. And I said to him, I said, you know, I teach my sons um, that man will open the door for a woman, for elderly people, and for young young men. Kate, read that real quick while you're talking. Cheerleader and comment on little things that he does doesn't think you noticed. Um, so I realized that first off, all of these points that are being made to me are not the expectations of a woman. That's a woman pleasing what a man wants. So that ties into if I need to have an expectation. I need to expect these men to have some security about themselves, some confidence in who they are, not to feel needed, not to feel needy in order to feel needed. Because if they're there, they're needed. I don't see no woman having a man in their life just to have someone taking up breath, sitting around for no apparent reason. There is a need. Everybody is in each other's life. We should be making each other feel comfortable. We should be making each other feel happy. So those are expectations. Those are um, on like a Facebook post. I think we should be in the world what we desire of the world. So if I want people to treat me with the love that I give, that's why I give it. So I can receive it. Okay, let me let me say something on that. I, I mean, I definitely understand what you're saying because every man should have expectations. Every woman should have expectations outside of I'm just trying to get a man that that got money, because that's what that's where the world is now. That's why Tony said one of the first things out of his mouth when we started this was, we're not just talking about the high value men. We're talking about men in general who want something out of life, whether he's a white collar or a blue collar, just someone that's willing to bring something to the table to make the playing field even. Even, and the worst thing that ever happened, and I'm sorry to say this, but that. I look when I look around it's, and and I look at from our our ancestors. I look at Harriet Tugman. I look at Sojourner uh, Truth. As strong as those black women were, they were humbled enough to have white husbands, and they they forged the way for us. You know the Underground Railroad and all this thing right here. That was from a woman. And even when I look at women who stand up today. In today's time, the, the whatever movement we've ever had to empower black people, if you look at history, black women have been at the front of the lines, but they also knew how to make their husbands feel wanted and needed as strong as they were then. But now we have this, I'm independent. I don't need a man. I don't need a man shit. And even though Everyone is looking. Is that for from a wife? Is that from a wife? You in order again? Tony, hold on, again. Is Tony says this all the time. Again, Tony says this all the time. In order to be the wife, in order to be the husband, you have to do, do start doing those things in order to get to be those things. The other person. But, has in, to the, but in the comment, in the comment, you just said you said the husband is this. So if the husband is that, that means he has a wife. His that husband's wife is not saying I don't need a man because she has a man. Right. That's so, why. So when you say why. the woman who is saying I don't need a man, yeah, maybe she should do things in order to get a man to have that husband. But at the same time, that's not the wife saying I don't need a man. Okay, so, read so that's that. Two different talking. situations. Read that while you're talking. 
him to show me in good times and bad. I expect him to be my helpmate. He'll my boyfriend hell. is yeah, hell my boyfriend is a mortician and I tell him after each funeral, good job. And and see, but with, let me finish saying what I was saying, Kate. Please. I was saying that these women have always been great. And they've always, I'm pretty sure Malcolm wife didn't want him to sacrifice himself. Martin wife, Mega Everett wife. These were hard-ass jobs for these women to have to end up losing their husbands and raising their children by themselves. But they were humble enough to know that, yeah, I could leave him and get another man, but they love for real. So when we talk about the movement of I'm being independent, this movement of women who say they are independent, they get their own money, they make their own this, they got their own that. At the end of the day, they're poisoning the next generation because you can still be independent and still know how to be a woman to a man. Exactly. That doesn't hinder you or stop you from being what you're born to be. So when we tell you guys, when we tell you ladies that and I, and I don't base this off of the women that I know. I base this off of what I read in the, in the statistics and the, and the podcast shows where women are coming on and they're talking about they don't want a regular dude that go to work. They want a high-value man. And I guarantee you I watch so many podcasts that the shit becomes poison to me because I'm like, damn. You overlooking all these guys that can still give you a good life, but you're so independent that you feel like you don't want to have to help. You don't want nobody that can't support you. Not nobody who can help you. You want somebody that can support you, meaning allow you to keep your money as he slave and break his back to keep your lifestyle. And there are women who work and support and take care of men the same way that I'm speaking, so I'm not leaving anybody out. But what I'm saying is, this independent movement, or I don't need a man and I don't need a man, and I've proven it on these shows before. There's no race of people that talk about they don't need a man more than the African-American sisters. No race. So can I tell you what that really means? And I say it all the time to my sisters when I'm talking to them. Every woman wants and needs a man. They don't want to deal with the bullshit that comes with being in a relationship. We all want a man. Who the fuck doesn't want to be in a loving relationship? Who wants to go to bed with one side of the bed empty? Who wants to go to bed and will have to deal with life, period, without having a partner? They don't want to deal with the bullshit that comes with being in a relationship. That's what it is. It's not that they... And then, too, when you speak about those women from back in the day, the women back in the day stayed with their men because that's the way they were taught. So now when you got... A, and, and, and women were having babies women that were our grandmother's ages were teachers nowadays right. you got teachers that are fresh out of high school you got babies having babies you got grandmothers that are 40 years old and they got and they grandmothers you understand what i'm saying so it's a whole generational thing and then everybody wants what they see on on online and it's it's just all fucked up because the perception is off the yes. whole perception of what life and relationships and everything is about. And I'm going to say this, and I, I kind of, 
I kind of try to be careful and tread lightly when I say it, but it's the truth. The two most powerful people in this world is the white, the white man and the black woman. And yes. I say that because our black men are not given the respect that they are due. They have had to sit back for years and watch their women be molested and raped by their masters. Mm -hmm. They had to watch their children being pulled away and they weren't put in a position where that they could fight and stand up or be a man for their family. And then the black woman is the one that's been running the households for over four, five, six hundred years with two most powerful people in the world. And people yeah. want to argue with me about that, but it's the reality of it. It is the reality of it, and it's no disrespect to my black men. I ain't never been with nobody but a black man. I don't even drink white milk. I don't. I have never dated outside of my race. I don't. I love. I. I think, and it's the God's honest truth. I know I can't be no more serious than I am right now. I absolutely love the black man, but the black black man is an endangered species. They killing our black men off. And they don't give our black men the rights and the, they don't give them the, they don't allow them to be in charge of anything. So now it turns around where the women are starting to have that lack of respect for men because this is what society does to our black men. A lot you of people want to argue with me and tell me I don't know what I'm talking about, but I ain't wrong. Read the history books. You, you did. You, you know exactly so, what you're about. You're absolutely right. 100%. I agree with you. They don't you know, black men are endangered species. You were saying legacy about as far as the relationship and and the women and, and how they are today. I was a wife. When I got divorced, my husband didn't want a divorce. He divorced me because I asked for it as my birthday gift. No. Drugs Eddie King said drugs plays a major role. Ms. Paula say you are correct. Mm -hmm. And and so being divorced and being a single mother, a single woman, looking to have another relationship of the future, what I run into as far as my experience, whether it be a man of high caliber or low, again, like Ms. Adrian said, they need to be able to accept me for who I am and what I bring to the table because I'm accepting of them and who they are. The relationship yeah. doesn't flop because of our expectations or lack of with each other. The relationships usually don't continue on and, and it would be a lot containing to sex. And I hear you when you say that we should be giving and playing the role of in order to be the wife of. I totally always and will still disagree. Yes, that might be with the TV show. That might be what society say. But it still is not. When we want to talk about that girl should morally give the money back, then we should morally encourage these women to still have self-discernment about who they are and have the men accept their expectations should be in a man, accept me for being a woman. I expect you to respect me. I expect you that when you decide you want my body for, for, for it, it's to be your wife, not for you to figure out if you want to be my husband, because you know all that I bring to the table don't have to be what needs to be. And so I expect topic. And that's where, that's where if women don't know that they should have these values 
can, and they can I only go with the way the TV is, then how will, how will we bring forth a change? Don't we want change? Cake, let me ask you a question. When you say that statement, I understand you saying that everybody should, but let me ask you a question. Would you marry a man who is willing to, hold on, let me read this. Eddie King say, you got weak men, people always say what you let, people always say what you let a person do. Remember, they do not show tell cut. It says, you got weak men. I think he meant you got weak men. People are always saying what you let a person do. Remember, they do not show. They tell colors. I don't know what Eddie's trying to say, but I guess he means that people don't show their true colors. Until the end. But let, yeah, let, me, that's true. let me finish saying this to you, Kate. It, would you, could you see yourself, and Miss Adrian and Savage, you can chime in too. So you can see yourself buying in to being married to a man. Now he does everything you ask. He's, he's not pressuring you for sex before marriage, but would you be willing to subject yourself to marry a man who has no work ethic and tell you, I'm going to get a job when we get married. When we, when we get married, that's the day I'm going to go get a job. Go okay. behind down. That's answer, a dumb answer to me. Answer to me where the validity in that is. That's a dumb so, question. Listen, listen. Hold on. If hold that on. man, if okay, hold let me let me. If that man, <laughs> if that man is making it that time without having a job, and, and he's doing what he need to do, he got his, he's he's home. He's, he's doing, successful. He's doing, he's doing what he need to do himself. to sustain himself. Hey. I'm sustaining. So again, I'm you, not you, looking for a man to come in and take care of me financially. I didn't so, so that's not what I'm asking. That's not what I'm asking. When I, I didn't say so, one time, it's the same way that Miss Adrian said earlier that she don't no. need a man financially. She just want a partner that when if she falls on hard, he, she know he got her and she got him if it falls the other way. So what I'm saying to you is, you're saying that a man should respect the fact that if he's going to be with you. Okay, we got the true color. When he and she knows, he she got you. So what I'm saying to you is, if the man promised you, he does everything except for right now, he ain't looking for no job. He got enough going on where he's able to sustain himself. But he ain't looking to better himself. He don't need a job. He's doing whatever it is he do. And he tell you, but the day that I marry you, I'm going to go out there and get me a nine to five. Are you willing to go for that? No. You want to know something? You want to know something, Legacy? I wouldn't even encourage that because I'm not one to encourage a man to go get a nine to five. So, honestly, I would encourage him, okay, I don't say go get a 95, but let's tap into some creativity. Let's build something. Let's create because that's what teamwork and mastermind and we need to come together and have. And it ain't half for the next man. It's half for us and for our future. So, so, so all that that you speak about being, being man, y'all going to be sleeping no. on the park bench. No, what I'm asking her is she's she sleeping on the park bench because I'm already not sleeping on the park bench. So what I'm saying, and, and the thing of it is, is if that man doesn't have, but if this that man does not have the means to take care of himself prior to 
I'm not coming. I'm not even coming to anyone without the means to take care of myself. What so, the so question me, that I'm trying to ask is, if you, if a man is willing to accept you with your demands of waiting till you marry me before you can have my body, he's mm -hmm. telling you if his demand was for you that look, I'm gonna get a job. I'm okay with making these the little size seven hundred dollars every every month. Are you willing to say, well, if that's that's cool with me, and and when you decide that when we get married, you're gonna go look for a job, and then we can be one. Then that's what you're asking a man. Okay, how about this? How about this? My ex husband, my ex husband, I met him. He was a private, and he was like, I, I'm in love with you. I want to be with you. And I said, Well, I'm gonna let you know. When you a sergeant, I'll consider marrying you. When I got proposed to. He was a sergeant. The reason why I say keep shaking my head, no legacy, because like I said, you have to be it before you be it. Totally. And if you're not being it, being 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 husband, before you become the husband, mm -hmm. then there's no guarantee that he's going to be. Exactly. You're, you're giving he was him a, still let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Because you, you what you're doing is you're giving him a way out or an excuse. So that if, in fact, that let's say he never live up to your standard at marriage, you allowed it. You know, you have to set a standard prior to, for example, there's certain qualities that he must bring to the table, not just the table, but bring stuff to the table as well. There's husbandy, so that he's showing you husband qualities. And when Adrian said um, he's able to sustain his own as well as me and me versus vice yeah, you have enough money to sustain you and yours. You have no money to sustain him and hers. But does he have enough to sustain you? What if you get into a car accident? Your bills don't stop. Your livelihood doesn't stop. Your, your, your children's expectations don't stop. Everything must continue going on as if it was normal. If he's your man. Even before the marriage. If he's your man and y'all planning on getting married, he should be in a financial situation to sustain him, you, and and you come with a package. You got children. You have minor children. So you got you, him, and children. And he may even have children. So that's what we mean when are you going to accept him saying, I'll get a job after I get married? Or are you going to expect that prior to? Because he needs to show you that before you get married. Exactly. And 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 you have to show one juices. And I'm not just me and you always battle about this. And, and I know when you say things about toward me because I'm going to answer that. I, I just don't, I, I think everybody should, and, and I value your opinion on what you stand on. But when this ideology that goes out amongst the world that we got to, oh, Eddie King say, legacy, let's be real. You know how a boy is. A real man never needs a woman. A man is very independent and will be there to help the woman, and and there's nothing wrong with that, Mr. Ed King, and that, but it has to be vice versa. That's the stronghold that continues to build our race because we have to have something that we can fall. Because at any time, the way society is today, guess what? You need two, three, four incomes. Inflation is. You know a the thing about it is, I don't, I don't even think you all listen to hear what I said as far as the answer. You just automatically consider it to not be 
because it didn't fit into the way it was should been worded. But like what I said, even with my first husband, was that when he said interest in wanting to be my husband as a private in the military, the standard that I said to him was, we can we can be engaged. That's an engagement, and when you're a sergeant. Sergeant was perfect. That was a perfect example because you set a standard because you probably already knew what sergeant's income is and what they're, you know. So when you when you set that standard, that was perfect. But when his example was he asked, Are you willing to accept them being the saying, I'll wait till I get married to get a job? That's what they I was referring to. Exactly. What you're and telling, so, what you're so what I had said as far as the answer to that was meet this man say I'm, i meet legacy and legacy is a man he has his own place he's doing what he needs to do but he's not clocking in whatever he's doing in his livelihood is sustaining himself i mean he's holding him down i ain't doing it for him right and then he says you know what sweetheart i want to marry you but i think that when we get married we're going to need this set of income and, and I'm gonna keep doing this. He could be, he could have a business. He could be a truck driver. But then he thinks that by the time, because I had, he comes in and forms a marriage. He wants to settle down, get a nine to five. What if, and, and even if it's a price cut, pay cut. You get what I'm saying? He's still presenting something the same as what Legacy's saying, so that he can contribute more to what we're being and building. That's fine. That's still someone coming without showing a responsible me. Now, okay, legacy. I ain't dealing with nobody who ain't got no sense. I ain't dealing with nobody that I could look at and be like, okay, they trying to run game. They trying to manipulate. They trying to use. I ain't no, I'm not no payer. So that person is not going to come to me and get over in a sense of how I see it. They can come and they can come with a, with an open mind. So, My expectation um, is they need to have. They just said, "How can I stuff. call the show?" Um, Tony, um, yes. Mister Mr. King wants to come on to the show. Um, we've we've deleted our phone to where you can't call in, but you can definitely we'll put the link in, Eddie, if you really want to be a part of it and uh, come on to the show live and give us your opinion. Yeah, the link is link is in the description. Just click the link and come on, come on in the room. But the thing that the okay, and I do hear that, Juicy. But what I'm saying is, it's kind of hard. Let me let me just do a roundabout, and 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 this with all due respect. <laughs> I'm gonna ask these three. I'm gonna ask. We already know Juicy's standpoint, but I'm gonna ask Miss Adrian. I'm gonna ask Savage. I'm gonna ask the ladies in the uh, audience. And I'm gonna ask Aunt Tam. I know you might be driving, Mama, but give a loud comment like you always do. Um, do you <laughs> guys? Can you guys see yourself? Say your significant or, or telling a man that we gonna get married, but I'm gonna wait till we get married to see what you're working with to see if you're gonna satisfy me in the bed. Or do you have to, or would you like to at least know if you're going to be satisfied with your significant other before you get married? 
I at least need to see the package. I, don't I mean, have to you, know, you say all the time a person can have a big package and still not know what to do with it. Right, but I, I can, yeah. I can. You can teach a person what to do. That's what I was trying to say. Because I, I did, I didn't sleep with my husband before we got married. Mm-hmm. We didn't sleep together after we got married. How long did y'all date before y'all? Or how long did y'all date before y'all got married? We didn't date long at all. We might have dated. Maybe four or five months. We didn't date long at all. Okay, but I okay. had that's that's the same amount of waiting time that you that remember we were talking about the 90 day you gave that man a 120 day trial period. He passed it, he got you, he got some cooter. But if the man ain't trying to get married that damn fast, now guess what? He he gonna be dry dick for a while. But but whose fault is that? So if I want Juicy, I asked you on a podcast before too. If I can, if we were serious and I told you in two weeks or a month that I wanted to marry you, and my whole objective is to get some pussy, guess what? I still did what I wanted to do. You know. Legacy, you're changing the, the exception. Hold on, hold yeah. on. you're changing the, the directory of the of the topic. It's my bad. What, what, okay. You're trying, to go, you're trying to go back to legacy world. <laughs> Juicy do that to me sometimes. I don't know why. Juicy! I got him crazy! <laughs> <laughs> okay, and Juicy is crazy. Shit. <laughs> well, uh, there you go, Mr. King. You can come on in. That's the link right there. Um, Miss Adrian, what while, while we're waiting on Mr. King to try to come on, but since Tony said, since we're right here, what you think? What about the me having a man making a man wait, or what uh, me waiting until the man? I first of all, I'm not getting married again, so we fucking. <laughs> y'all, what Miss Adrian? We fucking because I'm not getting married, so <laughs> I'm being honest. I don't have a, let me say this. I don't have, it's not my objective and I could be wrong, but this is, this is my opinion. This is how I feel. I don't have an objective of being married again. I'm not looking, sure, I don't mind having a lifelong partner, but if I don't ever get married again, I'm not going to be upset. Miss Adrian, you know, you know what, Miss Adrian, I could, I could, I could feel that. This is between you and me. I have younger children. So I want a, a lifelong partner to help set an example for how they need to see and be, you know? So it's, a, it's an expectation in there. Now, if I was without them, I feel you if a man approached me and said, I don't want to get married anymore. I want, I want this. Now, at that point, that's a negotiation. So we can both offer it. Miss Kill Eccles, I think that's you, Miss El- Miss Kill. Hey, how you doing, Legacy? I was just listening to the broadcast because I said I couldn't even take this. First of all, I want to say hey to everybody. And I want to say this because a man should be stronger. A man should never want to be in a relationship and don't have nothing. And why would you be with a person if your glass is full and their glass is half full? If you sit there and tolerate stuff and you allow that to go on and on again, 
then guess what? That's what a person in a relationship going to do. I joined the show because when I was hearing it, I just got out of a bad, toxic relationship. I thought this person loved me. We did everything together. I thought this person loved me. But at the end of the day, this man, people was telling me he was out there cheating. And then when I found out that this man was really cheating, this man won't allow me to talk to nobody, be around nobody. I only thing I could do is go to work and come home and be underneath him. How long were this y'all together? Man, huh? How long were y'all together? Two years. Two years. And this man found a way to be at my site. I work. I work, and I don't know what he's doing do when I'm not around him. But then I find out. He had a whole brand new woman in Georgia, and I was sitting down there working two jobs. Yes, he helped me. Yes, we were doing things together, but he had a street life, and he had a bestie. I call it whatever, but a real true man will be there for their woman and not treat them like trash, and a woman would do the same thing. They both supposed to hold each other down, but... You got people that's very immature. I mean, not mature enough to be there for their woman. Miss Keita, man, I'm going to just piggyback on what you said. You said y'all were together in a two-year relationship. And during them two years that he basically kept you isolated, all thing you could do is go to work and home. And what I want to say to that is, and, and correct me if I'm wrong or if I'm out, of, I'm out of line, but I feel that we as individuals, whether it's male or female, you have to set the standard on what your expectations are when you go into a relationship with someone. And if that's what, if that's not what you're getting from the other person, you should have, you should be strong-willed enough to move on because you didn't go into a relationship saying, I'm looking for somebody that's going to isolate me and keep me home. You said, I'm looking for somebody to love me, care for me, comfort me, protect me, shield me, make me feel safe, that we're going to enjoy life together, build an empire, you know, fucking suck, you know, whatever, whatever. So when so when certain things in your criteria what you what you view a normal realistic relationship is is not existing and not happening, then you need to ask yourself, do I need to stay in this? You know, because the signs were there, you just was ignoring them. And I understand I that, and I didn't take the time out. I didn't take the time out to focus on that. My thing is to go out there and do what I had to take care of myself. But when I realized what it was, I had to get out of that toxication. I mean, it was just that when they, when I use that word, love is blind. Love is blind. A person don't show you their true colors until the end. A person don't. I mean, a person can treat you like a a, a bunch of roses, but once they know they got you, then they want to show their true colors. You can't just sit there and say, you know, what you got into something, but not realizing. When it get to a certain point, that's when a person starts treating you like trash. And that's when you have to move on with your life. A lot of people can tell you what you can't see, but then when you really see it, that's when you're going to make that choice to leave. Now, let me ask you this. You know, how, so from, from the time that when you once you saw the signals and saw the signs and heard the rumors, how long was before you got out? I mean, it took a moment because, like I said, I I work every day. Every day I work, so I it never had done on me yet. It took a while. 
pertaining to the topic and it's about expectations in your relationship was he meeting your expectations and at always and that's why you weren't able to see that he was cheating yeah i mean he did everything i got massages i got everything i needed it just i got everything i needed but it's just the point when i go to work and i come back home he's just a totally different person i had everything i wanted just that he started changing over time. So, so how how was your friends able to see and tell you about he's a cheater that you didn't see it? Because at the time, like I said, I wasn't focused on all that. All I was focused on is working and making sure that my kids was all right, taken care of. At that point, it was not like I was trying to be on negativity. I was going through much stuff at work, so it was not it was not easy. To pay attention because when you're going through stuff at work and then when you come at home, you tired and don't want to be bothered half of the time. Good night, Paula. Now, let me ask you a question because tonight's show is about men's expectations, not women's expectations. No. I thought uh, it was about women's expectations. Women's expectations. Women's expectations for what? A man, right? For a man. Okay, because we're saying that the expectations were... So this whole time, that's why you've been like that on the show? You had the whole no, time no, I just, I can't, I just can't over, let nobody, rewind. I just, I, can't, I just can't let nobody... Legacy out these know people. how men be. That's why I call them boy, because Legacy know how these men is. They see him play these mind games, and then when they got a woman, then that's when they want to take full control or the other way around. That's why I say being in a relationship, you can try to get to know a person until they start showing their true colors, and then now you got to work yourself out. That's just like you go to for a job interview, and everything sound good, and you hire your person, and then you find out this person ain't even what you thought it was when you first seen But, Miss Elka, let me ask you a question. I hear you say that the gentleman met all your expectations. But let me ask you this. How long was it before y'all lived it? How long did y'all date before the individual moved into your property? How long did it take? Um, I'd say what it was. Um, probably like four or five months. I don't let a person just move inside my house. It probably took so, longer than that. So let me ask you a question. In four or five months, you felt that that was enough time you knew that person? Enough? No. You so, are not going to get no person like that until they move in. You are never know a person like that. Like I Ms. said, we were no. up and on. He had his own place. I had mine. But he used to come over, pick me up from work, give me food. I mean, buy me whatever I want, gave me whatever I want. I was four. Trust me, believe I was four. But I so, told you, over the time, things started changing. You know how a man changes. Do you think do you think had you allowed him to have his place, you have your place, and y'all just spent time in between each other's place instead of him being able to move into your place and make it his place when he already has his own, and that would have gave you enough time to evaluate who you were dealing with without having to go through so much of what you're going through. That's the thing. Women meet men and feel like because they're showing their best colors and their best hand within the first five, six months of the relationship, that it's okay for them to start moving in pants and drawers and toothbrushes and brushes and, nice. 
And I mean, it's there's no way you can possibly know a man or a man nor a woman in such a short period of time. That's 180 days. That ain't no lot of days to talk Hello. about. Legacy, I get what you're coming from, but no, it was not. It was not that kind of. It was not that type of party. Like I said, I stay busy and working. Okay, and like I said, well, I, let me explain it this way. Before he even got a chance to even move with me, I always seen him on the regular, and we always spoke. And it was never like you just go come move in right then and with me. It was like a slow process. And like I said, it was very slow process and whatever. It was like, you know, like I said before, he showed me a lot of things at that time. And it was like, okay, but we was, it was going good. Everything was fine. That's just like when you get married to somebody. As soon as you marry that person, everything went good for however long y'all been together. As soon as y'all get married, he or she show her true color. What you going to do? Run down to the courthouse and divorce her? Because yeah. you got this love you yes. and then you find out you just married this person you spent all yes. this money and now this person wait a couple weeks down the line or part of money to what you going to divorce him yep yes that's a waste of money ain't it no it ain't because my sanity is worth more than that so what's more important your your, your mind body and spirit and soul or your money let me just say this a lot of times uh, a lot of times we as women we see the things that these men do we know what it is that they're doing we know that the shit that they're doing is not right but we uh, I'm going to speak for myself I ain't going to talk about we let me speak about myself that relationship that I was in with that dude that I was with when I got here in Florida, when I first met him, a part of it was because I wanted somebody to be there because my kids weren't here. So he kind of filled that void. So by the time my kids got here, we had only been together like a year. And then my kids got here. And then a lot of my attention was focused on him, but I was already vested in a relationship with him. And for the most part, everything was good in the beginning. But I could tell just by the way he would, he had a certain pattern of the way he did things. And one day, I bullshit you not, he came to pick me up from work. We riding down federal. And out the blue, he starts talking to me about he wanted to go visit New York. I hit the motherfucking brakes on my heart. I almost threw that bitch through the windshield. I said, who the fuck you been talking to? Who you been talking to? Who you been talking to? Because here your ass is folding here with the air conditioner on and your ass want to go to New York. Who you been talking to? A couple weeks later, I found out he had been talking to this girl that lived in New York. So we know the signs, but just sometimes just the hassle of we're okay with the familiar. So I already know him. I already know what he's about. I already know his bullshit. I'd rather just deal with this bullshit with him rather than to go out here and it's, it's, it, it, you don't lay next to a man every night and not know that they're doing something. You ignore it. I don't care who you are. I don't care how much you got going on. I don't care how busy you are, how much you work. I did all of that. 
But I knew when that motherfucker was messing around. I just ignored it because I didn't want to have to face it. And I didn't want to have to deal with whatever I was going to have to do with, deal with. I didn't feel like him lying to me. I didn't feel like finding out the truth and then being hurt. I just didn't feel like it. So I kept ignoring it. Sometimes, but I knew. Sometimes I just didn't want to admit it. I knew. Because you can't live across the street and tell me this man I live with and sleep with every day is fucking somebody else. Because I smelt that hole on him when he came in the house. I just didn't feel like saying nothing. I'm just telling you. Sometimes sometimes women tend to settle for, for less. Yes. Exactly. Because you feel that, you know, well, I got this piece of man. I'm feeling that, that song said a piece of man is better than no man at all. So I'm just I'm just go with it. And I used to feel like that at one point, but I know better now. When you know better, you do better. Now you know a peace of mind is better. Yes, a peace of mind. Once I got that out my system, because one thing I didn't do, my children are grown now, but my kids never saw me but with two men in their entire life, their father and the dude I was with for seven years. They're the only two men my children ever saw me with that ever lived in my house, that ever crossed my doorsill. That was it. It wasn't until I met that old narcissistic fool in North Carolina that my kids and now my baby's 22. But that was the first man that they ever seen me with after those two long-term relationships because I didn't believe in bringing anybody to my house. You ain't meeting my fucking kids. You damn sure ain't coming to my house or staying in it. Them sheets is pristine and clean, baby. Ain't nobody done laid that mattress as fresh and crisp because ain't nobody been in that bed. No That's just the way I am. Ain't no ski ski on there. No, none of that. None of that, honey. Ain't none of that going on. Might be a little of that going on. Now my kids are grown. Now if I decide, and even though my kids are grown, I'm still not going to be having nobody coming up in and out of my house, running in and out of my house. I'm just not. Because that's just my choice. I don't know nobody who do what they do, but that's my choice. But at the same time, we just sometimes you just want to you just it's just easier to deal with the bullshit you're dealing with because you don't want to deal with the drama of everything else. That's true. Well, I'll stay here and be by my goddamn self, me and my glam baby now because I know better and I'm doing better and I ain't putting up with it. And I ain't interested in getting married again. I'm just not. If it happens, it's going to be an act of God. Because I'm not looking for it. I'm not. I'm just not. I just, I, I, I'm just not. <laughs> Adrian, that's what I was going to ask you. Because we, we as humans, we can't control who you fall in love with. Because love. No, you can't. You fall in love tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? So I being, hope not. So being that you can't control who you fall in love with, I was going to say, if love comes along and some, some Prince Charming sweep you off your feet and then um, propose to you, it's only popping. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree. I didn't say that. I just said I'm not looking for it. Right. It's like some women, their goal is to find a man, settle down, and get married. That's what a lot of women's goal is. That's not mine. That's not mine. If it happens at the end of the day, great. But that's not my goal. That's not my objective. Just like, and it may sound cliche or whatever, I'm not interested in owning another house. I've owned two. I'm, I had one built. I bought another one. I, I rent now, and I'm all right with that. 
Now, if something happens and I fall into some big lump sum of money where I can go and buy another house, that's fine. But it's not my objective to go and buy another one because there's so many things that I've been there, done that, wrote the book on it. If it doesn't happen again, I'm okay with it. Okay. You know, I sure want me another made. relationship, though. I sure ladies, want me another relationship. Ladies, I do. Ladies, ladies I, we're at our time. We're over three minutes. I would just like to just, we can finish this behind the screen tonight. But um, I would like to just give a shout out right quick to Miss um, Elkles for taking the time out of her day to be able to come on to the show. We miss you, Miss Kill, for, you know, giving shout outs and coming on. You must have had some um, downtime today. I um, want to give a shout out also to the agent. She always comes in and mm -hmm. do her best um, and bring energy and things to the podcast. So we're going to get ready to chime out tonight. And, All right, um, y'all. No, no, man. I you gotta get these people. I ain't going nowhere. I was just waving to the people. Y'all, legacy going now. Meaning you done got along today. So if y'all want to find me, there I go. There I'm at Facebook, Adrian Willoughby, IG, Sweetie Peach seventy. My TikTok is Adrian Willoughby three, and my YouTube is your from uh, Real Talk from My Kitchen to Yours, and my email is Real Talk from My Kitchen to Yours at gmail .com. Deuces. Thank you, Auntie. I appreciate you coming up doing the thing. We're going to bring to what you got to say, Ms. Elkos? I was just saying thank y'all so much for even having me on the show. And thank you for, for y'all for giving me the knowledge. And I understand what she was saying. But like I said before, love is blind. And we do loud things to go go through the, the creeks and all that when it comes down to relationship. Yeah. You ain't like wrong, that. I understand that. I understand that. And you know what? Sometimes we so busy focused on doing other things and not thinking about it ourselves. That's why I'm so happy to be free. I am not ready to mingle and I'm not ready to be with nobody. I am about to live up my life and I have a, a blessed time at work. And to every mother that's on here, I know Mother's Day is gone, but happy Mother's Day. But y'all keep y'all heads up and realize it's better things in life than to go through drama. All right, baby. You too, darling. Thank you, Miss Bye, Bye Oprah. Bye, Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> we go right to the stage. The juiciest cake south side of the Mason Dixon. Miss Jew Cake, tell them how they can get in contact with you. Well, you can check me out here Tuesday and Friday on the ATL show. And also check out my website, get some herbal tea and other homopathic um, wellness for you at you.com. E N L I V E N, the number two and the letter U.com. I'm doing some Facebook challenges, so I need all of you all to not just look at it, but like it, share it, do some interaction to all the reels underneath Nicole Purse on Facebook. And you can I, hit me up on Insta. Go ahead. What? 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 Moving. Oh. On Instagram at Miss Beautiful or TikTok at Miss Juicy Cakes. Peace. We know we appreciate you, Cake. Appreciate you being on here. Uh, you know, giving everybody the soft duck and high version of the real. We're going to bring to the stage my sister, the Miss Throw That Ass in a Circle Queen, Miss Savage One. Let them know, baby. 
She done went to sleep. Well, you can see her on her at T Savage. What is that? T Savage is I her Instagram is T Savage 1000. Facebook Anya Drayton Burns. TikTok at T Savage. T underscore Savage 100. And her email is BurnsAnya at gmail.com. And you can see her every Tuesday and Friday on the Anthony Brown show. Yes, Miss Adrian. Yes. Yes, and there's our boss lady, Miss Tama Sweetness Harris. Tyson. Tama right now, she's on the highway headed um, to the West Coast, but Tiama Sweetness Harris. There's Tyson, mom. You can find her on Instagram at Tiama01, on Facebook at Tiama Copeland1. Um, you can email her at justintimeaccessories at gmail.com. And her website is justintimeaccessories.com. And for business purposes, give her a call at 954-873-6659. Y'all, please don't, don't listen to what Tony said at the end, because she'll kill us. So don't call that number. Just email her. All right, we're going to definitely come out here. We're going to bring the boss man to the podcast stream, to the platform. My thorn in my side. My pain in the ass. My brother. I wouldn't trade for no other. Mr. Anthony Brown, come to the stage, boss. Yes, I'm Anthony Brown. You can find me on all social media. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and, of course, YouTube under The Anthony Brown Show. Also, I have a Facebook page called Anthony the Writer. Please like and join and follow that page as well. I'll be sharing a lot of information on there um, real soon. And the words that I live by, and I wish you would adopt them as well, because you got to grind until you shine. And for business purposes only, please call me at 561-768-3710. All right, all right. Y'all know who I am, Mr. Legacy the Great. You can reach me um, on Facebook under uh, Dream Williams. You can also hit me on my email at Antonio Williams. My email address is LegacyUnlocked at mail.com. For you know, um, all businesses' purpose, please give me a call at 229 630 7615. Um, in closing tonight, you know, um, we had some valid points on both ends from the ladies, they were doing their thing. Uh, but let's 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 set some realistic expectations for let's not just look at high value men as the only good men out here. Let's not just look at men in general. And as Ms. Adrian said earlier, that, you know, black men are an endangered species. So not only are we an endangered species just in the, in the world, we're an endangered species in the economic struggle. We're an endangered species in the education realm. We're an endangered species through it all because they also know, powers that be, that you give the power to the people that's supposed to have the power alongside with the most powerful woman on the planet, and then you have the most powerful couple, Black Power. We love you. ATL, ho. ATL! They're back! Anthony, Tioma, Y'all, man, there's only one reason that I came back.
fucking weapon straight. Okay. I'm the best you ever cast this spell to break. Real. First off, I ain't no beef with the spitters in my city. But if it comes with 28, man, this shit get greedy. I'm seedy. Yeah, I shit on rappers. Even dead on the scene. Bitch, you wanna be actors. This the message. I'm talking over here with the Fools on feeling foggy. I'll be patient and waiting. It seems y'all forgot who really runs the throne. Screaming y'all number one. Get me cause I was gone. See, I ain't no stopping me now. I'm on the move. I'm on the game. Yeah, ho, yeah, ho, yeah, ho.